But anyway, it's so good to be with you tonight, and we're going to talk about how having a strong spirit will help us face every issue and trial and challenge in life. So if you would, just forward, share this message tonight. Let's have a great Bible study. I've already prayed, so let's get right into the Word of God tonight. So tonight, I want to turn to uh, Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 14. Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 14. I'll read this in the Amplified, and it says, now listen right now, it says, the weak spirit of a man? No. It says, the strong spirit of a man or a person, man or woman, sustains him, will help him get through a bodily challenge or pain or trouble, but a weak spirit a broken down spirit who can raise up or bear. The strong spirit of a man will sustain his infirmities. I want to read Proverbs chapter four, uh, 18, verse 14 one more time. You can read along with me if you'd like to. The strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain and trouble, but a weak, we can't afford to have a weak spirit. We can't afford to build our house on sand. We can't afford to, to uh, when things are going good in life, sort of just back off our time with God and, and all of a sudden find ourselves with a weak spirit. That's really, we have an enemy out there that's studying our life, not when we're super strong and not when we're walking in victory, but he wants to lull us to sleep to try to get us to be weak so he could bring attacks at that point. So it's the strong spirit of a man that will sustain him in bodily pain and trouble. A weak spirit, we can't afford to have a weak spirit. A broken spirit, who can raise up or bear? So the question I'm going to ask you just right out of the gate tonight is, what's going to get you through an attack on your body? A strong spirit. What's going to get you through uh, an attack in your mind, a strong spirit. What's going to get you through an attack in your finances, having a built-up strong spirit? You might have relationship issues right now that are very difficult. What's going to get you through relational issues, family issues? What's going to get you through any test and any trial? It's going to be a strong Spirit, the best case scenario, like Vic said, winds are going to come. Rains are going to come. Blow against our house. There will be tests. There will be trials. And the best way to face any attack is to face it prepared, not unprepared. Face it with a strong spirit, not with a weak spirit. And that's what really one of the greatest things we can all learn in our life is the power of consistency. When things are going good, we still spend time with God. We still assemble when we can't assemble again. We still do virtual services like this. We still, another part of don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together is we still, we fellowship with good, strong people heading in a right and good direction. We might have a prayer prayer group that we're with that we share and we pray. Good, strong people. That's, that's fellowshipping too. Don't forsake that. It helps strengthen us. 
but it's a strong spirit that'll help us get through issues like this. When people are in a weak condition spiritually, that brings us to a vulnerable, very vulnerable situation, position to be attacked. People that get away from consistency with God, with the church, with our friends, just like I said, we're being set up. John 10.10 says it like this, the thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and to destroy. And he's been around for years and years and years, and he studies people, and he knows to, to just sort of prowl, and he knows just sort of lie and wait until he sees somebody that's hurt sort of peeled off out of, outside of the pack so that he can pounce on that, that, that wounded animal. That weak animal. The thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and to destroy. I came that you may have. Jesus came that we may have and enjoy life. That's good to say. I have and enjoy life because of Jesus Christ. I have peace because of Jesus. But he came so we can have and enjoy life and have it how? In abundance to the full till it overflows. I like that. So the enemy waits on us to become weak and vulnerable. That's when he pours, pours on attacks and temptations or, or try to bring offense to us or will try to shoot thoughts at our mind or will try to speak through a person or operate through a person to try to hit your blind side or just, just something like that. So if the devil is waiting on us to get weak, Let's keep him waiting. Let's keep getting stronger and stronger. Let me repeat that. If the devil's waiting on us to get weak, let's keep him waiting and waiting. Because every day we're going to get our chapter in. Every day we're going to get our devotion time in. Every day we're going to pray and we're going to pray in the Spirit. Every day we're going to be around good people and all the different things. I might bring another message apart to next week talking about how we can build up a strong spirit. I'll see. But um, I was reading an article by Brother Copeland. I thought I would share it with you that it talks about the very thing we're discussing tonight. Let me go back to our foundational scripture. I just want to drive it into us tonight. Proverbs 18, 14, it's the strong spirit of a man that sustains him in bodily pain or trouble, but a weak and broken spirit who can raise up or bear. Now, this article that Brother Copeland wrote is titled this, Moving Forward or Slipping Back? Moving Forward or Slipping Back? I'm talking about you know, listen to this scripture. It says in Hebrews 2 and 1, it says, Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things that we have heard. Don't forget about the things we've heard. Last thing you want to be saying right now when I share these scriptures to you, Oh, I heard that scripture once. Oh, I already heard that before. Oh, I already heard that message before. I remember being in camp meeting one time. And again, it's, this is constructive criticism, not destructive. But this particular person was near me, and, 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 and Kenneth Hagan, Dad Hagan, came on the stage. I mean, probably 10,000, 15,000 people there. And, and he says, let's turn to uh, Mark chapter 11 and verse 24. 
And you know, it's talking about what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. It's the critical scripture that brought him off the deathbed. And this particular person that I overheard that was right next to me said, you know what, I'm leaving because I already heard this message. I was like, oh my goodness. You walk away from that message, you walk away from what you heard, and you're going to get weak. You walk away from the word of faith, you walk away from uh, the logos of God's word where we systematically just read that word and, and we meditate on that word. We're getting ready to be vulnerable because we're going to become weak. Let us never, I mean, we could, we could hear the same message over and over again and get something out of it if we've been growing because the next time we hear it, we'll hear it at another level of revelation because we've grown. We should be able to apply it that much better with the Holy Spirit helping us. So therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. Why? Lest at any time we should let them slip. He goes on to say, it's happening. It's happened to all of us. It has. It's happened to all of us. We get a little of the Word of God under our spiritual belts. We have a few victories. Our lives are going great for the first time in years. Then suddenly, then suddenly we slip and, we, and, and it all falls apart. We find ourselves having to start all over again. Hebrews was written to people just like that. They, they just sort of got away from the Word of God, and they became vulnerable, had a few victories. They thought they could coast. No. Consistency, becoming a disciple of Christ is in the good times. We do the same thing as we do in the challenging times, in the same thing we do in the bad times that we might be facing. We keep consistent. He goes on to say, they made no, they made such great spiritual progress that they got to the place where they should have been teachers. Then they slipped back so much that they needed baby food again. That's Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12. You can go and write that reference down and just go ahead and read that. What caused them to fall so far? They let other things get in the way of their faith. They let the promises of God slip. So they slipped. That's happened to a multitude of believers in the last several years. But they said, well, Brother Copeland, they said, we're tired. We're tired of that faith stuff. Oh, gosh, can you hear that statement? We're tired of that faith stuff. I can't get enough of that faith stuff. I, I, um, I, I read faith to faith. I can't say I do every day, but I do most every day. And, and, and healing, health food, and faith food. and I, These are things that we need to continually be reminded of. Why? Because it's a strong spirit of a man that will sustain us in infirmities and tests and trials and attacks. But a weak and broken spirit, who can raise up a bear? Well, Brother Copeland, they said, uh, we're tired of that faith stuff. We just don't have time to spend time in the Word like we used to. They turned their attention away from the promises of God. It's not that they didn't believe them anymore. It's just that they directed their attention to other things. They let their word level drop. And since the low word level equals low faith level, they soon begin suffering defeat in areas where they once had victory. Let's not let that happen to us. Amen. Come on, I, 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 that, that's the crux of my message tonight. Let's, you know, maybe we're right in the middle of an attack. It's, it's difficult to build in a storm. That's why, that's why before a storm, you, ne you need to be getting ready because a storm's coming. Rains are coming, winds are coming. 
difficulties will come. You might say, boy, you're really encouraging me tonight. <laughs> well, they're, they're coming. But we can go into them strong, and we can overcome and be more than a conqueror. So when things are going well, don't just ride the tide of God's blessing. Dig deeper into what God has for you, into the Word of God. Give more earnest heed to the promises of God. Concentrate on moving ahead, on becoming so strong in the Spirit, you can not only get your own needs met, but you can help others get their needs met. I thank God for the people that that I have surrounding my life. I thank God for my bishop and my pastor. I thank God for good leaders in my life. I thank God for my inner circle, people that are strong, people that you can confide with. I have a prayer group that when my wife and I or my family are going through some difficult things or some things that we need prayer for. You know what? We need prayer just like you. We're able to share these with those people, and they pray for us. And by the way, you're prayed for. You're covered so so thick in prayer around here. I thank God for prayer. But, the, but you can put it like this. Remember, low word level, low faith level, and you'll slip. You'll be vulnerable. You'll be set up for an attack. Don't get so busy enjoying today's victory that tomorrow ends up in defeat. Look into the things that you've learned. Look into the things you've learned. Look into the things you've learned. Remember those things. Refresh your, your mind in these things and the notes that you've taken. And look, I'm actually reading one of my old Bibles that is so marked up. And guess what? I've got another marker, and I'm marking it up even more. <laughs> I've got a marker, and I've got a pen, and I've got a different, different color of this, and boy, I'm, I'm putting more color on it. But, uh, but anyway, keep moving from faith to faith. Low word level, low faith level, low victory level. Don't get so busy enjoying today's victory that tomorrow ends up in defeat. Look into the things you've learned. Give the Word of God more attention, not less. Keep moving from faith to faith instead of trying to trip you up, Satan and his bunch will be crying, oh no, that faith person's coming after us again. Because we're standing having done all to stand. Say with me, I have a strong spirit. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Come on, remember that five-year-old that was just learning to walk every step of the way? I can. Do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You might not be on a walker. You might not be on crutches. You might not be. But I tell you what, sometimes you can be right in the middle of something that feels just like that. But too many people, they have things going well for them in life, and they'll just sort of slip out of church. They'll sort of slip out of a virtual church. I don't need that. It doesn't take all that anymore. Well, they slip out of reading their Bible. They, 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 you know, they skip one day of prayer. And, and yeah, I'm sort of getting on all of us tonight, okay? So if you're wondering. But, uh, you know, not praying like maybe you need to. Or maybe we stop praising God like we needed to. Or thanking God and being so appreciative for all He's done. How about hanging around the wrong crowd? That's not a good thing. Out of the will of God. You, you, you don't want to hang out with people out of the will of God because, boy, you can get caught right into that thing so quick. This makes them weaker. Then that's when the attack comes. Do everything you can do to keep yourself built up and strong. 
getting stronger every single day. When you stay strong, you stay prepared. When you stay prepared, when life happens, you will not be blindsided. But you'll, you'll be going straight in to that storm, strong with God's help, with the Word of God, two-edged sword ready to roll. You've got the Word of faith fresh. You're praying in the Spirit, and He's helping you fight your battles. Romans chapter 8, verse 37 says, Nay, in all these things we are what? More than conquerors through Him that loved us. For I am persuaded. Wait a minute, I want to, I want to read that again. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors. But you know what? I thought when I, when I was saved, all my problems would be over. Well, why, why did the devil need to mess with you when you were just following his crowd anyway? It's when you turn against the, the grain that now you're, you're going up the stream. And now you're doing damage to the, to the kingdom of darkness. Now you're expanding the kingdom of God. Now you're helping. Now, now you're serving. Now you're reaching, connecting. You're growing. You're serving. You're helping others. You're fulfilling the will of God. You're, you're, you're getting this gospel through your partnerships and through us assembling together and through us being in a local church together. Man, if one could put a thousand flight, two could put ten thousand flight. Now we're, we're able to multiply our impact. So nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. I thank God. It didn't just say I'm, just, I'm a conqueror. It says I am more than a conqueror through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Say it with me. I am more than a conqueror. You might say, I just don't see that in my life. Wait a minute. That's why you get that in your heart, and you say it with your mouth. Hey, can I teach you something? Do you love somebody? All right. So think about this. If, if, you're, if you're married or it's your mom or it's your dad, I'm going to say, I love Misty. You know what? I just located my heart. I love Misty. And you know what? The Word says when you speak the Word from your heart, you have what you say. So when I say the Word from my heart that I'm more than a conqueror, I become more than a conqueror. And sometimes when I want to locate my heart, I did that throughout the day. Uh, today, I said, I love Misty. And then I went and said, I love you, God. I'm more than a conqueror. And I began to confess the Word of God because as soon as I said I love Misty, I, wrote, I located my heart. Does that make sense to you? I don't know if that made sense to you, but it, it, it blessed me. Anyway, I hope it blessed you, babe. I love you. Miss you. Come home. All right. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 says, Now thanks be unto God, which what always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus, and maketh manifest the Savior of His knowledge by us in every place. We're talking about when we stay strong, we're more than conquerors. When we have a strong spirit, we're going to overcome. When we have a strong spirit, He's going to cause us to triumph. When we have a strong spirit, we're going to overcome adversity. But Proverbs 24, 10 says, if we faint in the day of adversity, it means we have a weak spirit. It means that our strength is small. That's sobering 
but it's true. You know, it's not a bad thing to locate ourselves. You might be right in the middle of a storm right now, saying, my goodness, I'm weak. I'm right in the middle of a storm. You know what? God's mercy, God's power, God's grace will help you, and you just dig into the Word. You get into the Word of God and, and get your prayer group around you to surround you and, and, and to brace you up, and God's strength will reinforce you with might by His Spirit in your inner man, and He'll help you. He'll help you. But you know what? Sometimes it's not even bad to say, God, have mercy on me. I wasn't ready for this one. God, have mercy for me. Have mercy on me. I'm so sorry. And he'll have mercy and he will help you. He loves you so much. All right, let me ask you a quick question. Come on, let's go back to our original scripture. What does it say? Proverbs 14, 18, 14 says, It's the strong spirit of a man that sustains him in bodily pain or trouble, but a weak and broken spirit who can raise up or bear. Let's make sure we're working on our spirit, man, every single day. Because what will get you through weakness? A strong spirit. What will get you through that test you're facing? A strong spirit. What will help you stay, walk in the spirit so you do not fulfill the lust of the flesh? What will help you? Um, we, we have some, uh, some of our production team. I know. I just happen to know they work in customer service. What will what, happen to you? Uh, when, when those customers, they think they're always right, they push certain buttons, well, guess what? You'll walk in the Spirit. You'll walk in the fruit of the Spirit rather than giving them a piece of your mind. You'll come back with the love of God. You'll come back with a soft word that turns away wrath. You'll come back with, you'll just operate totally different when you're, when you're operating from a place of strength in your spirit. You can, you're, you're, you're yielded to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will even help you bridle your tongue. It takes a strong spirit yielded to the Holy Spirit to bridle your tongue, that's for sure, our tongue. So it's God's will that everyone have a strong spirit, a strong heart. Then, let me ask you something. Is it God's will that everyone have a strong spirit? Yes, of course it is. Well, then healing is for all because it's a strong spirit of a man that sustains us in bodily pain or trouble. Thank God. He wants us to have a strong spirit. When you have a strong spirit, let me give you some scriptures that are so appropriate. In Proverbs 14, 30, it says, A sound heart is the life of the flesh. Oh, you can tell when your heart is sound. It even impacts your mind, and it impacts your flesh. A sound heart is the life of the flesh. But envy is the rottenness of the bones. Don't take on offense. It takes a strong spirit not to take on offense. It takes a strong spirit uh, that, that, uh, that does not, uh, we, we can't afford to yield to envy. We should celebrate others' victories, celebrate what other, others are being blessed. God, God has blessings for us. The same God that blesses other people blesses us too. I like when uh, Vic was receiving the offering tonight. Whatever you make happen for God, just know this. God's going to make it happen for you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. I don't give just to get. I give because I love God. I want to increase the kingdom of God. I want to strengthen the church of God. But I also know that he's, he's blessed my life. He's met our needs. We serve him. He called us. He sanctified us. He called every single one of us to add our supply in the ministry and to help. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, 
Be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee. Oh, thank God that God is in me. God is with me. God is for me. He goes with me wherever I am, and it makes a difference, and it shows up in my life. Do you remember the story of Joseph when so many times people tried to put him down, but the favor of God buoyed him up? The further you pushed him down in the water, the quicker he popped up. He had the favor of God upon his life. When God's in you, when God's with you, when God's for you, God's blessing and God's favor is upon your life. Someone else could try to put you down, but oh, God will raise you up. And you don't want to try to push down someone that God has raised up. That's why, you know what? Let me say this to you. It takes a strong spirit to mind your own business. I mean, I got too much of my own business. Why am I going to worry about yours? You know, uh, listen, if that person's doing right or wrong, I can't help it. If I can help them, I'll try to. But you know what? It's none of my business. Hey, let's all say that together. It's none of my business. My goodness. Our business causes us to have to work overtime. We don't have time to get in someone else's business, right? Come on, you, you, you've been driving through that neighborhood or walking through your neighborhood before, and all of a sudden you look at the house and say, I wonder why they have those color shutters on their, on, on their house. I, that, that bush doesn't look right there. And that plant over there. And all of a sudden my wife and I will just catch ourselves and we'll say, you know what? It's none of our business. That's what they like. So why waste our time? Okay. Anyway, say it with me, I'm strong. <laughs> I'm strong. Joshua 1.9 says, Have not I commanded you? Be strong. Come on, these words of strength are coming to us tonight, and God's strength is coming into our spirit, man, and we are having a strong spirit of a man that's going to sustain our infirmities. Those of you viewing online today, just receive strength. It's going to help you overcome. It's going to help you walk through that challenge. It's going to help you walk through that rain and that fire and that flood, and you've got a fourth man in your fire, and you're not even going to smell like you've been in the fire because of the glory of God. God's fire supersedes any natural fire there is. Thank God. And people will say, you know what? I saw that person in that fire, and wasn't there someone in the similitude of Jesus, the Lord that was with them? Haven't you seen somebody go through something so severe, but yet you saw grace on them? You saw compassion on them? You saw the love of God on them? You saw God's hand on them? Oh, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So have not I commanded thee, Joshua 1, 9, be strong and of good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. And then Ephesians 6, 9 says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Say it with me, I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I know it's late in the day. You know, we're going to leave here in just a few minutes. It's going to be 8 o'clock here shortly. But you know what? He can quicken our moral body. The Word says, if that same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us, which He does, He will quicken our mortal body. So, Father, I ask You to quicken all of us by Your Spirit. I say every cell in our bodies are filled with life, health, strength, quicken our minds, our chemicals, every, every, every aspect of our life from the top of our head to the sole of our feet, inside and out. I receive that. I take it now in Jesus' name. How about you?
Come on. We're talking about having a strong spirit, and that's what's happening tonight. What'll get you through an attack and through trouble? Strong spirit. A strong spirit and God helping us. Jesus said, according to your faith, be it unto you. You, you can't be strong in your spirit and not be strong in faith. You know, you get strong in faith, it builds up your spirit, man. God healed them. In the Word of God, you'll see times where God healed them, but they had to release their faith. And He said, according to your faith, be it unto you. So be ready to release your faith in these attacks. Be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Be strong in your spirit, man. Be strong in your faith so that whatever word comes that's contrary to the Word of God, you immediately uproot that and you cast it down and cast it down. It's a forceful word that you just, you throw that thing down. One of the things we also need to do is make sure we cast every care. I was talking to Mom Judy tonight when we were eating dinner. I said, you know what? Sometimes I find myself saying, you know what, God, I, I can't handle this situation in my family. I can't. I can't, I can't handle that. That care is on you. God, God, I can't handle this situation happening in the church right now. I can't handle it. But I know you can. God, I, that, I, God, I cast that care. That care is on you. I thank you for handling it. Show me what I need to do. I'm going to trust you through it. God, there's certain things that, that will go through life, whether it's a family matter, whether it's a work matter, whether it's a ministry matter, or whatever matter it might be. God says, cast all your care upon Him because He cares for you affectionately. He loves you, and He cares, and He helps you. Thank God for the Word tonight, right? A strong spirit will get you through anything. That's why... Whether you're going through a challenge or not, stay consistent. Choosing to side with God's Word is a continual challenge. It will take a strong spirit. It takes strength. It's bad to have a weak spirit, and it's good to have a strong spirit. Did I say that right? You don't know? All right, let me say it. Okay. So, so it's bad to have a weak spirit, but it's good to have a strong spirit. It's bad to have a weak spirit. So if you have one, come on, let's get working on it. You, you might say, I'm so bu too busy. No, that means you're too busy. It's talking about priorities now. And don't let other people pull you into their business. Man, I, 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 I really make sure that I, I work on my, my spirit every day. The condition of our spirit has much to do with us receiving from God. It, it sure does. Choosing Jesus on a daily basis takes strength. Choosing the Word of God on a daily basis takes strength. Choosing Jesus as your healer in spite of the symptoms, what? Takes a strong spirit. Choosing Jesus as your financier right in the middle of a financial challenge takes spiritual strength. Choosing Jesus as the head of your household when things are going sideways takes spiritual strength. Choosing Jesus as the head of the ministry, I keep him head of the ministry because, I want, you know, he is the head of the church. Uh, he, is, he is the chief shepherd. I'm just an under-shepherd, and I yield to him, and I follow his orders. And, and just, every, just about every day, I say just about, but I do every day. But I want to pay just, just in case I don't do it one time. But I like to say, God, I reconsecrate my life to you today. And I reconsecrate to the call that's on my life. 
Because I remember when God called me to do the things he's called me to do. It's such an overwhelming, just, just an honor. No matter what God asks you to do, why don't you rededicate your life? It takes a strong spirit to rededicate your life on a daily basis. It takes a strong spirit to reconsecrate your life, saying, God, nevertheless, not my will be done, but thy will be done. It takes a strong spirit to say, you know what, God, not my plans, but your plans, your purposes, your pursuit. It takes a strong spirit to say, except the Lord build the house, we labor in vain. Except the Lord keep us, keep us through the angels and camp around about us, we watch but in vain. I believe God is strengthening us tonight with good and proper perspective. Choosing to walk in the Spirit and not your flesh takes strength. Choosing to walk in the Spirit when someone just busted you upside the head with a foul word or attitude or insult takes a strong spirit. Choosing Jesus is the best choice you could ever make. No wonder why Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 says, God tells us, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of your heart flow the issues of life. Oh my goodness. You want things to change on the outside? Start by changing things on the inside. Beloved, I wish above all things that you'd prosper and be in health, but it's even as your soul prospers. Where does the life of your flesh come from? It comes from God. It comes to your spirit and through your spirit to your body. Keep a strong spirit and you'll have a lot of life in your flesh, in your mind, and help you overcome and sustain the infirmity that you might be walking through right now. Amen. Well, let's just go ahead and, and, and pray right there tonight. We can pick up here next week. Father, thank you for your word tonight. Father, whenever I minister the word, I'm always the first partaker of anything I teach. Father, thank you for reminding me of a strong spirit. I'm getting stronger all the time. I'm working on it daily. And Father, I thank you that all of us received strength tonight. And Father, I thank you by your Holy Spirit. You, you, uh, you might have brought some things to our attention. Oh, you're such a loving Father that would correct us. Thank you for correcting us. Thank you for chastising us. Thank you for teaching us. Thank you. You know, it takes a strong spirit to be teachable. It takes a strong spirit to be pliable and to hear words you might not want to hear. It takes a strong spirit to allow God to correct you and me. And Father, as far as I'm concerned, I, I want you to and I need you to. Thank you for good people you have speaking to our life, good pastors and leaders. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for the leaders that speak into my life. And through that word sometimes comes correction or admonition or encouragement. It's always a combination. But Father, we leave tonight thanking you for your word, thanking you for a strong spirit, thanking you for, for, for helping us and being with us in this time. 
We curse COVID-19 at its roots in Jesus' name. We command those numbers to go down, flatten out in Jesus' name. Oh, we so desire to assemble, Father, but you're giving us wisdom. Father, I call every need met of this, house, of this church. Father, help all of those who call Harvest Home to be mindful of tithing and giving they have and the, the needs have been met. But Father, we thank you for keeping that in mind so we can continue to get stronger and stronger in this time and not rush back just because we're trying to get an offering or we're trying to have attendance. Or God, we love the people and we look to you to always remind us of our responsibility to tithe and give. We thank you for the privilege and honor. So Father, we just give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor for what you've done tonight. I'm changed in your presence. I'm stronger than when I came in tonight because it's a strong spirit that'll sustain us in bodily pain or trouble, but a weak and broken spirit who can raise up or bear. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, again, I, I, uh, I'm so honored to bring the word when, when we meet here. And even though it's virtual, I just feel such a grace of God here tonight to help all of us right where we are. We look forward to meeting with you Sunday. Don't forget to forward this message if it's been a blessing to you. Stay strong out there. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And God bless you. We'll look forward to seeing you Sunday at 9 or 11 or even both. I, I, I'm, I watch both services. You might say, well, you're in them. Well, that's okay. But we love you guys. And again, God bless you. You guys have a great evening. We'll see you Sunday.